All right, so this part of the series is completely focused on applying the techniques. So today I'm going to briefly share with you sort of um, the mechanisms behind the techniques. Um, and then I'll just share with you uh, all the techniques and as well as like the strategies, um, the processes to apply these techniques. And this is the most important part because now you're actually applying and experiencing the present moment, experiencing source um, directly. So you have to understand that commitment is very key here because you can learn about these techniques, you can learn about presence and you can sort of just apply them slightly. Like you can just, some people do a little clearing take or a presence technique here and there, but that's not really effective. Like, especially if you have a lot of negative thoughts, like you want to really, really commit yourself to this. Like if you, especially if you're struggling with your negative thoughts, um, you just want to be more aggressive with it. Like you want to really dive deeper into this. Okay, so commitment is a big part of all of this. Um, you want to understand that the mechanism behind all this, which is when you practice presence, you naturally go into the observer mode. So when you practice presence, you naturally become the observer of your thoughts. You naturally detach from your thoughts and emotions. In the present moment, you are able to fully be who you are as consciousness. You'll access that naturally when you're present. So just by being present, you're naturally becoming the observer. As long as you're not judging, as long as you're not pushing against these thoughts and just allowing these thoughts to, to be and to flow. And that applies to emotions as well. So this is one of the main key points, um, the main mechanism of why we practice presence. It's to um, naturally activate the mechanism of becoming the observer. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about the fact that if you start practicing this, um, you have to remember that everything is energy. So your thoughts and emotions are energetic and they need your, your attention, your identification with it to survive. So what you're going to start noticing is as you practice this, you're going to start every day reducing the amount of mind chatter. You're going to start reducing the amount of energy that these thoughts and emotional triggers have over you. Okay, because um, that's the key here. It's like you're not trying to clear everything all in one day, but you'll start making a lot of progress every single day as you reduce the identification and the feeding of these thoughts and emotional triggers. 
then what happens is like it gets easier by the day because now it's like less and less powerful every day and your awareness is growing and you're able to just handle things much better. So initially some, some thoughts and emotional patterns might like be very strong and have a lot of momentum, but as you reduce the momentum day by day, it will get a lot easier. Um, Jasmine, do you have any thoughts before we go into the actual techniques? Yeah, I guess like, uh, what would you say is like, how would you describe mental chatter? It's, it's um, these patterns. It's just, think of it, I almost think of it as like just these entities of thoughts and emotion that we're feeding, that, that it's just like this thing that is happening because you're feeding it. Mm -hmm. Like, so, um, so yeah, like, so you have this like thing, like this, this, this whirlwind of thoughts that are going on in your head and you just got to stop identifying with it as much and just start to um, stop feeding it as much. And, and it will like become the mental chatter become very, very easy to, to manage. Yeah. And that's like when you could get like way more selective with the thoughts you actually want to think about. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and honestly, I would say like, it's such a, well, maybe I could say now it's fun <laughs> having been through it. Yeah. Um, but honestly, it is pretty fun just to like sit back and really just like see the type of, of thoughts you're thinking. Um, I think uh, uh, one thing um, that even blew my mind, like I'd have a thought and then realize, especially like way back in the early stages, like I'd have a thought and then realize like that was even my thought. Like that was just like something like my parents told me or like someone else told me. So it's just so cool to just kind of see like you're with these practices and techniques and, and being present. Like all you're doing is removing like the extra fat, like layer by layer of like what isn't truly you. Yeah, because we're very identified and caught up with these stories of our life, um, of our thoughts and emotions. And you really can't see it until you... Um, disidentify with it and then you reach that freedom right there's so many times like you go through a situation let's say you go through a situation with a loved one or something at work and when you're just all caught up in it when it has control over you like it's possessing you you're just all up in it and it feels crazy and then like whenever I realize like oh my gosh I'm not being present like I'm literally possessed by yeah. these thoughts in, in this situation and ah instant freedom once I shift Right. Like once you realize, yeah, like I'm just possessed by these thoughts and emotions right now. And mm -hmm. to return to that level of awareness, like it's like instant solution and freedom. And there's nothing you have to do. Cause when you're, when you're identified with the problem and, and the story and the situation, it feels like life or death. It feels stressful. It feels like you need to do something. It feels like you need to solve something versus, the moment you start to become aware of this story and this energy that's controlling you, you realize, oh, there's nothing I need to do. I just need to become aware of what's possessing me and let it go. And then life will just work out every time. Yeah. Okay, so. I'm about to go into the techniques and 
with each of these techniques, what I want you to do is put a thousand percent of your attention into these techniques, right? When you're doing these techniques, put all of your attention into it. That is the key mechanism is where, where you're placing your attention, right? So where you're placing all of your intention into one place. So the first technique I want to share, this is the one that changed my life in the beginning, and this is very easy to do, is the just focus fully on one thing. Focus fully on one point with a thousand percent of your attention. So when I'm speaking right now, if I practice this technique, I'm not thinking about anything else rather than just focusing a thousand percent on speaking. Like not thinking about what to say, but just focused on the words that are coming out of my mouth. And when I'm listening to Jasmine speak, I'm a thousand percent just paying attention to her speaking. I'm not thinking about the past. I'm not thinking about what to say next. I'm just a thousand percent focused. So if you apply this while you're listening to this right now, basically what that might look like is you will just a thousand percent just be focused on my voice, right? And nothing else, right? And then you'll lose awareness. Like you'll lose focus. Just come back to it. And that's the key to all these techniques is you will lose focus many times throughout the day. And that's normal and that's completely fine. But it's just about coming back to the presence, to the focus, okay? Mm-hmm. It's not about being perfect, but when you are focusing, when you are being present, put a thousand percent of your attention into into it so so yeah this conversation right now i'm just fully focused on this moment of just speaking of listening and i'm not thinking about anything Mm -hmm. and so when you're walking fully focus on one foot at a time left foot right foot focus a thousand percent intensely on the path in front of you right when you're um sitting down doing nothing you're just fully paying attention to your surroundings. You're fully pick, pick one point, pick one point and focus all your attention onto it. It could be a, a dot on the wall. It could be anything, but just focus on one thing that you could put all of your attention to. And you can get creative with this, right? Put all of your attention onto it. You're not thinking about it. You're just putting your attention onto it, right? There's a difference between listening to me right now and thinking about what I'm saying and thinking about your past and having like giving into your mind chatter versus fully it just all of your attention onto what I'm saying without thinking about anything. You're listening with your soul. You're listening with your You're just listening from a whole different place, okay? Um, Jasmine, do you have anything to say about that? I was just thinking about like how many times, like for example, in the past, like when I would read a book or like just reading a paragraph and like I would be completely in a different zone in a different world and I'd have to like reread the same paragraph over and over and over and over again. Uh, So it's just like, it's all about just coming back to it. You know, it's like, you can't get this wrong. And one of my favorite things that Eckhart Tolle says is like, as soon as you, you, you realize you're not being present, you are. It's just literally, it's that simple. It's just all about the awareness and coming right back into it. I love that. Perfect. Yeah. So when you're reading a book too, it's like, 
yeah, your mind's all over the place versus if you put a thousand percent of your attention onto the text, right? There's a major difference. So that's something I highly recommend everyone check out. Like, so how can you bring presence into every segment, you know, and into everything you're doing? So, you know, even if you're like working a desk job, like when you stare at the screen, put 100% of your focus onto whatever you're doing, like onto the text that you're reading or onto the TV show that you're watching versus your mind being all over the place, right? Mm-hmm. And so this really means like keeping multitasking to a minimal, right? Yeah. Like just focus on, t- only have one tab open and full focus on it. It's, it could be very subtle, right? Um, it's like the difference between driving and your mind is all over the place versus driving with a thousand percent of attention in the moment. You want to, you want to feel the aliveness of the moment. So second technique, we've talked, we've talked about this, but it's just becoming the observer. Um, so it's just simply observing your thoughts and it's just simply observing, witnessing your inner world in a very non-judgmental and allowing way. Whatever, whatever comes up, just observe it and let it be. Whatever thoughts and emotions come up, just observe it, let it be. Don't try to change it. Don't try to judge it. Don't try to do anything about it. Just let it be. The moment you start judging it and pushing away from it and being scared of it, it possesses you. It takes you over. It comes through the back door and possesses you without realizing it. The one thing I I would do, like, um, especially when I first started out meditating, was I literally just imagined every every thought to be just a car just driving by down my street. And it's like, you hear it coming, it's like the full volume, and then it's just slowly going to fade away. And it's just like, so imagine, like, honestly, like, focusing intently on one thought or getting so caught up into it. It's like, when you see a car passing by, like, you're not going to think about it all day. It's like, it's so insignificant. And honestly, that's what our thoughts are. It's so insignificant. And like, once you kind of like realize that, it's like, it's going to be so much easier to let it go and not judge it. Because it's like, it's just going to come up to the surface and then like, let it, let it boil up, pop, and then move on to the next thing. I love it. And so if, if, if you're a beginner and even observing feels foreign to you, um, then try something, I guess, easier, which is just call these thoughts out. So as you go through it every day, right, just when you're having thoughts and emotions, just call it out like, hey, I'm having a thought. I'm having an emotion right now. This is just a thought. This is just an emotion. Because the moment you start to, like, call it out, you start to realize, like, okay, you are not these thoughts, right? So if you have the awareness to even call it out, then you know you're not these thoughts. And I think this is a very good practice for beginners. Dude, I am so loving this because I'm just like, it's just bringing back so many like memories that like I completely forgot about. That's what I did too in the beginning. Like whenever I had like an intrusive thought, I'd literally like sometimes you have to physically yell out like, that's not me. That's not me. (laughs) Yep, yep. And, and, and so for this technique, like 
uh, the calling the thoughts out, even if you're not able to release this negative thought or emotion in the beginning, just start by uh, observing them and calling them out. Just start by detaching your identity from these thoughts, right? So that's a, you just want to start doing that. Um, and you just be able to stop being possessed by these thoughts and becoming aware that you, you just want to start becoming aware that you are not your thoughts. If you can just start doing that, even if you're not able to let go of these thoughts in the beginning, that's a huge win. Because once you start doing that and you start to loosen your identity, the more effective stuff will come with practice. You will be able to go deeper into your practice later on. Yeah. I really, this is just all the foundational skills that's honestly really required in order for you to master your thoughts later on. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Being, just observing it. That's all you need to do in the yeah, very beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro. Like, once you master this, like, we got so much more for you. So <laughs> yeah, much, for real. Catch so up. much more. Yeah, catch up. <laughs> what y'all doing? <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> anyways, it's like, um, <laughs> it's like, I used this this used to be like my life's work. Like this used to be all that mattered to me. And I thought this was like the end of like enlightenment. I thought like this is it. And then fast forward to my life now, it's like, wow, what I thought was enlightenment was just the beginning. Like there's so much fun, um, fun things you can do, you can do with all of this stuff. Like whatever you think is enlightenment is just the beginning. Um the next technique is one of my favorites. It's the inner body technique. And I highly recommend this to almost everyone. And it's just a great technique. Um, so if you just right now start observing inside your body from head to toe, feel the empty space that's inside of your body. It's easy to identify. It's just the space inside of your body. Now take a, a thousand percent of your attention and place it inside your inner body. Anchor your attention inside of this empty space inside your body. Your inner body is always in the present moment. So when you anchor in here, you are present. You want to inhabit this inner body with your awareness, with your attention. And you can go deeper and deeper and deeper into the inner body. So all you have to do is just place all of your attention and anchor it inside your inner body. And as you do that, you will lose awareness, but just keep coming back. And I love this technique because... You're able to do everything in your reality and still be in your inner body. And this is when my life started changing. When I realized that whenever I do a task, I don't need to give that task any thought. I don't need to use my analytical mind. I can just go up to the task with full presence in my inner body or with any of these techniques. And that's when my life started thriving. For example, I used to struggle socially because I would think a lot. And it was a big big scary risk at the time to just stop thinking and fully focus inside my body and go into a social interaction 
but I just started doing it and I started thriving socially. Even though a thousand of my percent of my attention is in my body and I'm not thinking, I was thriving more than ever. The right words, the right things to say would just come out of my mouth. This applied to everything. Work, video games, career, academics, doesn't matter. Fully let go of the, of the need to use your thoughts to analyze or calculate or to think about or, or overthink or try to figure anything out. You don't need to figure anything out. Anytime you feel like you need to figure things out, go deeper into the present moment. Go deeper into the inner body. So this is a great technique because um, being able to function with presence is one of the most powerful things you can do. Um, I highly encourage everyone to completely give up figuring things out, using your mind as a calculation analytical mechanism. Completely give that up. How do you feel, Jasmine? Well, I just wanted to ask too, because um, would you say that there's a difference between tapping into your inner body, that empty space, at that empty space versus literally connecting with your body? What would you say the distinction between that is? Or is there? Um, I'm not talking about the physical body, right? Like it's the empty space within your physical body. And number two, it's much more aggressive with your focus, right? Because some, sometimes you say, oh, connect with your body. It's kind of like this loose kind of connection, right? Versus a thousand percent focus onto the empty space inside your body. Mm -hmm. That makes sense? Yeah. And like, once you really feel it, it's like, yeah. People completely understand what you mean by that. Yeah. And one of my favorite things too, uh, one quote that also like completely changed my life was, um, it was something like, uh, what you truly are is between your in and out breath. Just that pure stillness. And I always take that with me. Like whenever um, I come back to being present, I was just like, that, that's your true self. Just like that emptiness within you. Eckhart Tolle talks about who you truly are is in between each thought, that gap in between each thought. And presence will allow you to deepen the gap between each thought. So every technique is a portal. Every technique is a portal into presence. Every, te every time you practice presence, think of it this way. You are punching a portal. You're opening a portal between your physical body and your spiritual body, right? You're literally opening up the hole to source, to allow source to flow through your mind, body, and spirit. And you'll access a deeper intelligence. You'll, once you access this deeper con intelligence consistently, and you know that it works and you experience it, you'll never, ever want to rely on the limited intelligence of a logical mind. Mm -hmm. 
The last technique is very simple. It's very similar to the ones I described earlier, but it's just straight up fully being present. Put a thousand percent of your attention onto the present moment. Imagine this is the best moment of your life. Don't you want to be fully present in it? So what would you do then? Once you just put all of your attention into the moment instead of all over the place with your thoughts, like just lost in the scramble of your thoughts, just put all of it into just the present moment. Be alert. Fully alert. Yeah. And I would say too, like for those that are a little bit extra sensitive, uh, like me, uh, it, it was completely normal for me. Like, dude, like when I really tap into like the full present moment, like something, it was just so easy for me to like, just to cry out of like the sheer beauty I'm experiencing. Like just taking a walk and just like looking at how the trees glisten in the sunlight, like being with my family and just looking at their beautiful faces and just like appreciating them so much and realizing like, wow, like this is the youngest I'm ever gonna see them. Like it's just, there's so much beauty to experience. I think that's what I meant yesterday um, in the part one of present series when I was saying that like not being present really cheats you out of the fullness of the experience that you could be of having the moment. of the moment by default. Like this beautiful presence, like it's available to tap into a hundred percent of the time. And it's not something external that you have to search for. It's literally just there waiting for you to be conscious of it. There's infinite depths of presence. So when you practice this, um, focus on going deeper and deeper into the present moment, right? Just go deeper and deeper. So all these techniques that I've shared, once you practice it, you will start getting it. Just do it. It's not, it's not complicated at all. Just start doing it and you'll get better at it and just keep doing it. There's no way of getting it wrong. Just keep doing it. It's very simple. It's, it's, it's just all about application. Now, one of the last things I want to talk about is triggers. So most people make the mistake of getting triggered first and then trying to be present, right? Like after you're triggered, after you're having a strong emotional reaction. That's not what you want to do. You want to start being present the first thing in the morning. You want to be present before anything can trigger you, right? And so what, what, what you're going to start seeing is if you can be present and then something that ordinarily triggers you, stop triggering, triggering you, now the trigger is de-energized. Now it gets easier to not be triggered next time and the next time and the next time and you deactivate this pattern, deactivate this trigger. But it starts with being present during the mundane moments of your life, right? Before the triggers, before things get hectic. So one of my favorite things that I love doing is 
before I go into a situation. Like I remember I used to, uh, uh, when I was in high school, my senior year, like I would go into this class and it was full of people that usually triggers me all my life. And I went into that class fully present before I even walked into the class and everything changed. Like they no longer was able to trigger me because my awareness was very strong because I was fully present, right? So everything changes. Your, your reality will lose influence over you more and more and more and more, right? And this applies to all situations. Mm-hmm. And so think of it like this, right? If, if there's a car on the top of the hill and it's rolling down, if you stop the car like right when it starts rolling, like before it gathers momentum, you can stop the car easily. But if the car is all the way rolling down the hill and you try to stop the car at the bottom of the hill, you're going to get ran over. All right. So it's very important to just be aware and be practice this before the triggers. Practice this all day if you can. If not, that's fine too. And so... And I would say, too, like, don't be surprised if you realize that, like, you have way more triggers than you realize. Yeah. Like, that's what happened to me. And then especially, oh, my God, dude, especially around my family. Like, I didn't realize, like, my whole, like, body would honestly, like, just, like, freeze internally. Like, when certain family members, like, when I would hear them, like, coming into the building and stuff like that. And it's like, I was never aware of that before. Right. So, it's right. like, don't beat yourself up, like, if you do happen to, like, find yourself in the middle of a trigger and then, like, realize. Um that you're in the middle of it. Cause like, again, like that's, this is the whole point of all of these techniques. It's just like, just becoming aware of like all of these subtle sh- it, and it starts off as sh- subtle shifts within your energy and like where your mind's taking you once you experience those. And you could just always like, just take a step back and just become the observer again and go from there. Yeah. So when you realize you are, you are, you got triggered, you are triggered. That's okay. You know, there's nothing wrong with that actually getting triggered will bring more awareness. Mm-hmm. So it's a win every time when you return back to awareness. So if you yeah. get triggered, try to stay present, try to, you know, kind of transmute some of that energy, but for the most part, just let it go. You're going to be, you're going to be triggered and then start again tomorrow. Right. The triggers are very predictive. It's the same triggers every day. It's like groundhog's day. You wake up it's the same <laughs> triggers every day. It's just yeah. the universe showing you what's active in your thought patterns and emotions and your, and your vibration. So that's all it is. So really, as far as applying this, pick a technique, pick multiple techniques. You can do, you can do multiple techniques. Um, you know, sometimes it's, you know, it's good to do one technique. One technique is better than others at a certain point of time, you know, like during, depending on what you're doing. Uh, but take a technique and commit to it. Commit, commit, commit. Do it with a thousand percent of your attention as much as possible for now. And think of it as active meditation, right? Think of it as just an active meditation that you're doing all day, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't need to be perfect, but just chip away at it. Chip away at this energy chatter, this energy of your mind and just chip away at it and you'll start having less and less thoughts and emotions in a good way you start to have more and more inner peace so i just recommend whoever to be aggressive with your practice to really be 
committed to your practice. Even if it's, even if you can't fully like, you know, be present all day or whatever, that's perfectly fine, but just do the best that you can. And so let's say you're a beginner, right? If you really struggle with like detaching from the mind, um, then just start with what I said earlier with um, calling it out, right? So this is a beginner's practice. Every time you have negative thought or, or as often as possible, when you have a negative thought or emotion, call it out. Just, this is not my, um, this is a negative thought or sorry, this is a thought that I'm having. This is an emotional that, this is an emotion that I'm experiencing. This is not me. Okay, just keep calling it out. And if you can, start becoming the observer. Start practicing just being the observer, right? So if you're, if you're more of a beginner and you're struggling with this, start with the detachment from your thoughts. Start, from, start with observing, okay? And gaining more awareness. Just so start with that. But if you're, if you're not having that much trouble and you're ready for just something more um, deeper, then just pick one of these presence techniques and just apply them deeply to your life, right? Just apply them deeply into your life. Practice it as much as possible and start with in the morning, right? Let this be the most dominant intent in your life. Like, let this be your number one focus for now. Um, in the future, there's a lot of adjustments you can make um, and things will get easier. But for now, um, the stronger your practice, the better. Mm -hmm. that's all I have to say and honestly I really love that uh one of the techniques that we went through didn't include meditation because and I love that we're kind of taking that step back like even before you get to that point it's like how can you truly just be aware of your thoughts so because I feel like honestly like when people especially like meditations for like complete beginners like complete complete beginners it's like you're gonna give up so easy because like you're it's just it's just too much, honestly. Like, it's, like that, that's the whole point. Like, you're trying to control your thoughts and like now you're just like a train going full speed head on, like trying to combat these thoughts. It's like, nah, like just like these little shifts in your day to day are just going to take, like help you soar so much farther than just like trying to go all in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, if you wanted to go deeper than just, a meditation is basically applying any of these techniques and just doing it for 15 minutes, like with yeah. your eyes closed or some shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's all meditation is. And these techniques will be effective versus a lot of people meditate. They don't have an effective technique. Yeah. Um, plus, um, a lot of people meditate for 15, 20 minutes once a day. And then the rest of the day, they're sloppy with their thinking. <laughs> right? Versus, I'm telling you, for 90% of your day, be present. Right. And, you know, and it's just way better. It's basically yeah. like an active walking meditation they can do all day. Mm -hmm. And then there's degrees of how focused you, you are throughout all throughout the day. Yep. I do want to mention just like, uh, just because it was just so strong for me, I think like one of the best benefits Mm -hmm. When I was starting off personally and just like being present, dude, my quality of sleep just like improved so drastically. Cause like mm -hmm. when you're being present throughout the day, you're not going to go to bed with like all of this mental chatter eating. the Right. Mind. So, cause it's like, you already tackled that 
throughout your day. So I like, forgot about that. Yeah, dude, dude, I love that. I, I love that we did this because it's like it's just bringing me back all the way from like <laughs> from the very beginning. It's like, damn, there was so much to go through. And I also want to say too, it's just I don't know, like my heart's been so filled like during this whole talk because like whoever's listening, like I'm so excited for you. You're in this journey for a reason and this journey is going to be so much more incredible than you can ever imagine or expect. And I'm just so glad you're here. This is the beginning of enlightenment. And enlightenment is not hard at all. Allowing source, living your best life can be very easy once you have it though once you have the right practice. Yeah. So um, thank you everyone for listening. Um, shout out to Jasmine for help making my life so much easier with all of this stuff. Um, this has been very fun and meaningful for me. And I feel like I've completed a stage in my spiritual teaching career because with the completion of this episode, all of my core teachings are complete. I now have episodes on teaching you presence, on teaching you how to do the focus wheel, teaching you the manifestation process, teaching you how to manifest money, teaching you how to um, practice raising your vibration, appreciation. And now that I got those things out of the way, <laughs> there's going to be way more epic teachings coming up, like transcending your reality on a whole new level. Like, but you have to understand the core fundamentals of this stuff first. <laughs> so I'm going to give you guys a little bit of time to get this right. Till tomorrow <laughs> yeah yeah and then we're gonna <laughs> go deeper and this is what this podcast is about yeah it's, it's, it's literally about your enlightenment your your journey of enlightenment and you guys for those who followed me for all like the last three four years like i mean both of us honestly like you've seen how much we've changed like like you've seen just our spiritual practice I changed so much year to year and life is just getting ridiculously good. <laughs> so, yeah. I was about to say too good, but there's no such thing. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, bro, you can't, you can't handle this, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Perfect. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you.